0: Arriving, arriving in each moment again and again with awareness. The body, how is the body? Aware of the mind. What's arising in the mind in this moment? aware of whatever is presenting itself at the six sense doors, which includes the mind. Our job is awareness or investigation as well as cultivation when called for, when appropriate. This morning I will offer a couple of investigations from the Patana, from the Abhidhamma, the manual Manual of Causality that Bhante mentioned yesterday in his talk. And it's an invitation for you if you find these investigations helpful to drop them in. The first one is a review. The first one you've already mentioned But it's so important, I'd like to bring it up again as an invitation this morning. So the first one, number one of the 24 causes and conditions in the Patana, the number one is the root cause to pay attention to, Hetu pichaya Hetu pichaya root cause. As we've already mentioned, it's the six root causes of either greed, hatred or delusion or non-greed which is generosity, non-hatred, which is love, and non-delusion, non-confusion, which is wisdom. Those are the conditioners, the roots, and what is conditioned is the state of the mind, the state of the body, So if you like to try this investigation, you check in with the conditioned, the state of the mind, or the state of the body. What is happening? Maybe there is a lot of calm, a lot of stillness, a lot of ease. Ah. Dropping in the question, what is the root? Perhaps wisdom. There's a lot of ease. Maybe there are a lot of thoughts, a lot of stories, getting caught up in a vortex. Ah. What is the conditioner of this? What's... What's keeping this in place? What's the hook? Maybe it's anger. Ah, hatred. Ah, okay, that's what's going on. Or maybe it's it's clinging, it's greed to a sense of self-righteousness. I'm right, they're wrong. Oh, I see that. I see that, okay. And know that your job is only to see, only to see, not to get rid of. That happens on its own when the wisdom sees and sees again. Your job starts at being aware and clearly seeing, that's all. It can be a helpful practice for some to see the root causes, again, without judging yourself. These are all causes and conditions. Just see them. That's all. That's our job, just to see. Ah, okay. Even if it's bad news, in this practice, we just see with honesty, with honesty to ourselves, with sincerity That's what's happening, okay. And then let it go. Allow the simple seeing without attachment to outcome, to be enough. Over time, this practice can be helpful to see the patterns in the mind, the root causes that condition, body and mind, conditions. Again, the body and mind are the conditioned as if you can see, if you're a marionette, a doll on strings, you start to see the strings. What strings are being pulled? It's important to see, instead of just being a puppet. And over time, as we continue to see, and see again, The strings, they weaken and fray on their own through clear seeing. Second invitation this morning. It's an investigation of number two on the list of 24. We won't go, in, we won't go through all of them, but number two has Bonte referred to last night briefly yesterday afternoon in his talk. It's called object condition. ah ramana pacheya. That investigation, if you may find it helpful, is where the conditioner, the conditioner is the object. It's an object of awareness. Through the six sense doors, either sounds or light, visions or taste, etc. The conditioner is the object, and the conditioned what arises is the consciousness that perceives that object. Consciousness only arises at the sense doors when there is an object appearing, knocking. This can be perhaps a more subtle investigation, though a very valuable one, that can open the mind and relates to the teachings the Buddha gave to Bahia. in seeing only the seen, in hearing only the heard, etc., etc. This investigation can open to that insight. If it's appropriate for you at this point in your practice to drop it in. If not, let it go. Again, the, the invitation is to see that the conditioner is the object at a sense door. And the condition is the consciousness that arises at that sense door. Seeing consciousness, hearing consciousness, cognizing consciousness, mind consciousness smelling consciousness, touch consciousness, taste consciousness that arises to meet that object at that sense door in that moment alone and then vanishes. And if it seems not helpful, not appropriate for your practice at this point, It's just an invitation. So I have one question this morning. So the question is, how should we evaluate whether or not to interact with causes and conditions? Example, if restlessness while walking, respond to or study restlessness or just walk or try to walk. When do we switch gears for these phenomena? And by the way, when you write your questions, no matter how clearly you write them, assume that you need to write them even more clearly so that we can read them easily. (coughs) Oh yes, and please, please sign your names. If you don't sign them, it's as if we haven't received them. So, um, so in this example, what's arising, restlessness is predominant, is the truth of the moment. It's what's happening in that moment. So, of course, it's, it's, um, it makes sense to, to, Advert the attention to it, ah, restlessness, and and work with it skillfully. And there are many different ways, specifically with restlessness, to walk with rest uh, to to work with restlessness. Um, restlessness is one class of um, so I'll speak specifically about restlessness um, actually, since this note talks about it. Uh, refers to it. Restlessness specifically is one that needs a lot of space, is not one of the hindrances to really bear down in and and cage. Because if you try to cage restlessness, it becomes like a wild horse, a wild ram. If you cage a wild horse, it gets even wilder. And it's just, it brings up a lot of difficulty. And that's not skillful. With skill, with uh, more um, with restlessness, a more skillful way to work with it is recognize it and and give it a wide, wide pasture, a lot of spaciousness in your heart, in your mind, for this wild horse to just be able to run around, not to try to contain it, but ah, relax, kind of spaciousness, and what tends to happen. Is that the energy either dissipates when it felt doesn't felt feel caught, um, and it can be more diffuse, can feel more diffuse. See how it feels for you. But the reports from various yogis w- says that you know various things happen that actually make it much more spacious and much easier to work with. And with in that context, you can continue to walk and restlessness is either more diffuse, either um, goes away, or if it's present, it's it's much more diffuse. It can be, it may not be the predominant um, aspect of your experience anymore. It can still be there. You don't need to get rid of it. You can be with it. You can make space for it. Hello, friend, restlessness. Okay, you're like this. Look, this is how you feel, like butterflies in my chest, okay, that's unpleasant, and it's okay, I can be with you. You're not going to kill me. You're just unpleasant. Unpleasant vague now. okay, it's like this, big deal. Step, 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 step. So many ways to work with it. I will leave it at that.
1: There was there was another question, and uh, it is asking about uh, if we can say more about how the Dhamma finds its way through the art, despite ourselves. That's really encouraging. So as we have seen, and the structure of the King Kingatia Sutta is just a natural progression in which we just need to set up the right direction, the right basis, and from the right basis comes an unfolding that will just be natural by itself. So in this specific sutta, the right basis is the aspect of sila, the virtuous behavior. In the other sutta that I mentioned yesterday, now we don't want to confuse you, but uh, the other sutta is mentioning the same principles that we see in the King Sutta, but starts with yoniso manasikara. So this is the appropriate attention or the wise attention. We are paying to everything. So what is that quality of wise attention refers to, if not just being, observing of what is happening, being honest about it. And then also, somehow, manasikara, attention, as and gives us the possibility to direct our mind in a certain way orientation. So what is happening is that when we observe very clearly, then we understand consequences, we understand a little bit about causes and effect, and then somehow we have the possibility to choose the way we like to direct our life. And there are only two ways to it. You have the kusala way, the skillful, healthy way, and also the opposite, that means the unhealthy way. A kusala, which leads us to suffering and unhappiness. So now, with our meditation, we see to some extent, from our experience, the results of things. And also we see... What is happening in the mind? And then that quality, observation, that space that we give to ourselves brings a kind of clarity that tells us somehow what is best for us. When we know that, then the possibility to get a healthier way of living comes into perspective and also it comes to be much easier to practice. So when this healthy way of practicing, meaning taking care of our body but also taking care of our mind, because the mind actually is the root of all the actions, so taking care of the mind and to see also that the roots are the roots of kusala, Then, from there, the flow of the river is just going through the ocean of Dhamma, through the ocean of liberation. So right from the beginning, if we know how to settle the basis clearly, then by itself, the direction is going to be taken. The mind becomes more clear, also that clarity brings joy and happiness, and the type of tranquility, and all that brings the samadhi, which is just the mind that is being harmonized. So when the mind is very much harmonized, all very much together, then a deeper seeing of reality comes into our view. And then like this, the deeper we go, then also the more subtle our observation becomes, and also the more subtle, the wisdom that we develop with the practice comes to be also unfolding. So somehow we have nothing to do, but anyhow, we have a type of direction that we need to set up right from the beginning. This direction is not forced. This direction is based on observation. And then by seeing our benefit, then we just give ourselves to the practice, wisdom, experience. Wisdom is based on experience, so from the experience we develop the correct attitude. So this is how that Dhamma finds its way through the heart. Despite ourselves,
0: just a couple of announcements or reminders. And one is if you have not already signed up for meetings, practice meetings with Bonte and myself for next week, please do so. The sheets are up, and please do that by five o'clock today. Um so we finalize the lists and make copies for ourselves. Um so I'm holding practice meetings Monday through Wednesday, so please sign up for one s- slot with me and then one slot with Bonte, um, Thursday through Saturday. That's one announcement. And the second is that um the, we won't be doing q and a in the mornings anymore. It was just for the first week. But as questions arise, you're welcome to put them in the jar. We'll have a QA session uh, on Wednesday, next Wednesday. Instead. Um, we won't have a Dharma talk at four o'clock, but it will be a QA session that will pull various questions and, and uh, weave together a made up Dharma talk from the questions. So have a wonderful day of practice.